Hi, and welcome to Intersectional Perspectives, a podcast. I'm Dan Paul Cortez, and today we're going to be talking about Berkeley, and I'm joined with my Kui Elliot. Here he is. Hello, my name is Elliot Gomez, and I am Dan Paul's Kuya. Yeah, so what does Kuya mean? Oh, it's <laughs> Big Brother in Tagalog. Um, although I am not Tagalog, I was part of the Filipino community while my t- <laughs> I was um, in the Filipino community while at Berkeley, and I joined, and I became a big, which is a kuya. Um, yeah. Yeah, okay, kuya. Um, but before we begin uh, about our topic, we're just going to do a quick land acknowledgement. We recognize that UC Berkeley sits on the territory of the Weichin, the original landscape of the Chochenyo-speaking Ohlone people, the successors of the sovereign Verona Band of Alameda County. This region continues to be of great importance to the Muwekma Ohlone tribal and other familiar descendants of the Verona Band. We recognize that every member of this land, of the Berkeley community, has and continues to benefit from the use and occupation of this land since the institution's founding in 1868. Consistent with our values of community, inclusion, and diversity, we have a responsibility to acknowledge and make visible the university's relationship to Native peoples. Um, it is vitally important that we not only recognize the history of the land on which we stand, but also we recognize that the Muwekma Ohlone people are alive and flourishing members of the Berkeley and broader Bay Area communities today. So wherever you're tuning in from, um, just take a second to also acknowledge the Native people's uh, land that you are sitting on. And before we begin to our topic, we're just going to do some quick community announcement. <laughs> yeah, so it is June, so that is Happy Pride Month. And as a member of the LGBT community, I'm just happy that we are celebrating and also acknowledging the growth that still needs to happen and strives that need to happen for both BIPOC and trans people within the community yes thank you um so happy pride month and it's important to acknowledge those things uh and also get vaccinated oh yeah get vaccinated it's 2021 summer is coming i hear a lot of people are still hesitant to get vaccinated and just know that we want to finally be able to you know take off the masks and be able to you know just enjoy the sun like you know i was in san diego recently uh, it was giving very anti-masker vibes. Really? There was a lot of racial moments. What you, racial moments? Yeah, like, you know, just getting yelled at by staff or, you know, just being told, like, oh, maskers, like, take off your mask. You know, kind of crazy. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, then somebody randomly asked me for Coke, which was, <laughs> like, why me? Um, <laughs> why you? And then I was asked by some staff if I, like... Like jump through a win or jump through a fence or something, and I was like, I've been here, I've already gotten drinks here, but whatever, you yeah. Know? But yeah, get vaccinated so we can all have fun and people of color can unite and have fun in beach related areas, <laughs> <laughs> bruh. Um, yeah, so please get vaccinated. We're like a year and a half into this, so protect your community, protect yourself, yourself your family, and yeah. also just do your part, do your part, pray. Um, so yeah, well, diving into the topic, I feel like it's important to talk about our relationship with Berkeley. So we're both alums now, like I graduated and you graduated 
Yeah, we, all, we both went to school at Berkeley. Um, we were both in the Filipino community, although I am not Filipino. <laughs> Wait, what are you? Oh, yeah. I'm, Lati- I'm Latino. I'm Mexican. I'm from Mexico. Yeah. But um, I come from Stockton, California, which is a really... Well, it's not... I'm gonna say, I was going to say, oh, a small town in rural California, but it's actually a big city in rural California. <laughs> um, so it, small. It's kind of big, um, but it's mostly known for its high crime rates, but it's also you know, really beautiful, really resilient, and also has large pockets of Latino and Filipino and also other members of the Asian diaspora. Like, um, in high school, that's when I met, like, all my friends, um, just because of my proximity to, like, where I was being tracked in high school. I was obviously, not obviously, but I was in honor and AP classes, so that was mostly filled with, like, a lot of Asian students, mostly. I was one of the yeah. few Latinos, even though my school was, like, 90% Latino. Um, and that's where I met a lot of my Filipino friends, a lot of my Hmong friends, a lot of my Viet friends, and a lot of my Cambodian friends. So when I um, arrived at the University of California, Berkeley, I had also come to, like, um, an outreach program that was sponsored by one of the um, recruitment retention centers. And... It happened to be the Filipino one, and that's oh, really? why. That's why. And then that's why um, I ended up just like vibing with the Filipinos and like doing things with the Filipinos. They're pretty fun, uh, but yeah, that's the that's my origin story. <laughs> okay, origin story. I didn't know you. I didn't even know that. Like that's why I kind of just like wow. Like you really. It's oh yeah. Like, in the pill community. Yeah, I like came to. Um, uh, event that they outreached to my high school, and so they were like, "Oh yeah, just come," and so I came. And, like, it was, I don't want to say, like, molded why I wanted to come to Berkeley, but definitely influenced and informed why I want, what I wanted to do. And, like, it definitely, um, I was definitely recruited here by that organization. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in a way. And, and so, shout out to them. Who are they? Say their I don't want to say their names, okay. but shout out to them. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you're listening, you're listening. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I shall not say their name. <laughs> no free draw. press here. <laughs> no free class. Redact- redacted from the statement. <laughs> Damn. Um, I guess I'll talk, talk about my like Berkeley story, too. Uh, so I just recently graduated um, in the College of Natural Resources. Mm-hmm. But before I came here, thank you. Um, graduation acknowledgement. <laughs> first gen graduation acknowledgement. Um, but I, I'm from Texas. Well, I came from Texas. I'm not really from Texas, but I guess I'll, I'm also from Texas. But yeah, I feel like I was just kind of like in a lot of communities, like from the Filipino community, which is where I know you. Um, well, Filipino like community overall. Um, consulting club community. <laughs> environment environmental um you know social justice spaces because you know we were also trying to out here trying to fight for ourselves and our communities um yeah so quite elliot like i like it was such an honor to meet you and like to have you in my life and to just grow friendship with you over these years um yeah i feel like you really put me on to a lot of stuff here and also you're just like such a your vibe So, for people, I graduated before then, like, we didn't have any overlap while we were in school, but he and I just became friends, and we've just maintained this friendship slash mentorship for the years and, like, most of his college career. Um, I also want to say that, you know, 
although this has been like just a friendship and like mentorship, like I definitely learned as much from him that he has learned from me. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so we've we had a lot of fun together. We had a lot of, you know, smoking yes. <laughs> sessions together and a lot of viewing sessions together. Just like watching movies, we've watched the craziest things. Um, a lot of concerts. A lot of concerts. Festivals. Festivals. We love Outside Lands. Oh yeah, sponsored. Not sponsored, but we love them. Yeah. Um, and hopefully we're, we'll be going to Coachella together next year. <gasps> wow. We both got our weekend one passes. But yeah, we're gonna, hopefully we'll be together. <gasps> wow, wait, I can't believe we're going to Coachella together. Like, that's pretty dope. Shout out to Coachella. <laughs> Shout out to Coachella. Wow, there, Coachella really didn't happen for like the last two years. Crazy. We're hoping for the same lineup. So hopefully that happens for us. Bruh, imagine if Frank played the... We need Frank. We need Lana. <laughs> 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 Lana We need her Listen I love her uh, Yeah so just kind of like Talking about your Berkeley experience Your experience here The history of this place Like Do you have any favorite spots You like to eat here? Oh I love Thai noodle too And I love Racha's um, I really Think that Berkeley Has such a Like diverse And like also not super diverse But like there's a lot of food To try in Berkeley um, I didn't know that it was like known as a foodie spot, um, but I guess it is. There's pretty good restaurants and high-end restaurants, and also just the Thai food here is so good. Like I feel like I don't go anywhere else, and like they have the same things that I, that they have here. Like I specifically go to Rochester to get the TL Lord, and like I love it, and I don't feel like I've seen it anywhere else. Um, at TL Lord. Yeah, it's like just flat noodles, and they have like some chicken on top and like prawns. And then they like give you a sauce that you pour onto it. I don't know. It's it's giving for me. Yeah. Uh, and then at Thai Noodle too, I always get the fried chicken over green curry fried rice. But oh, that's I, so good. but I don't know if it's been discontinued or not. I think it might have because last time I went, they didn't have it. So you know, th- things change. Time changes. Berkeley changes quickly. Berkeley changes quickly. I also really like House of Curries. I'm like a basic person, and I always get you know just. Uh, chicken tikka masala but it's giving <laughs> it's giving for me uh, and they also have um the garlic cheese naan which not all locations have only the telegraph or the durant location has oh my god actually i've never been house curry it's good it's we should go one day it's literally like right there too uh but it's i i agree with you the thai food here is just so different uh i really like m thai oh yeah uh, you like m thai yeah like do you like m thai I've only been there once, I think, and I was like, oh, it's okay. Maybe I need to just go again. You've only been there once? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, I really like M-Tai. We should go. Thai food. We should go. Thai food is really good there. Uh, Marugame. Oh, Marugame. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Marugame's kind of new. She's not one of the old girlies. But, you know, Marugame, it's good. Like, it's udon. There's... A few locations in California. I think the original one is, like, Hawaii. Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's really good, but it doesn't hit during COVID times because you didn't have the bar to, like, add whatever you wanted. It's open now. Okay, so now we're going to go back. So it's good. We like Marugame. Marugame is good. 
what else? I like Berkeley Social Club for like brunch. Okay, Berkeley Social Club is like played out. Okay, like uh, you think so? I went there when it first opened because I lived in Berkeley for a really long time. Ten That's years. Oh, oh, ten years. Ten Who said that? Okay, Wait. not this year, but it's coming up. <laughs> okay, people just need to know. But. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, um, I first went when it opened when Bottomless was fifteen dollars. <gasps> And not 22, or however much it is now. I think it's 24 right now. Okay, see, that's outrageous. I went when it was first 15. Crazy Berkeley story. I definitely went home and passed that and woke up the next day. <laughs> I also. And my friend went to go watch Moonlight Blacked Out. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. To go watch, oh, Redacted. My One of my friends <laughs> went to go watch Moonlight, um, but they were blacked out for half of the movie. So she's they, they are crazy. They're, they are crazy. I guess it was like my favorite spots in Berkeley. I guess my favorite like spot in this like campus area. It's quiet. I don't know. Wait, what is? What's your favorite Berkeley like? Location like okay, let's say first like your favorite place on campus. Oh, like area. What's campus. your favorite place on campus? Ooh, I really like the Glade. Okay, the Glade for the Glade is just this part in the middle of the university that is just an open little field. The Glade, mostly you know people go sunbathing and like go read a book, hang out in between classes. You know, the whites are out there playing spike ball. <laughs> um, but it's lit on 420. Everyone's on the Glade for 420. Um, yeah, it's like the Glade gives on 420. Some, of my, some of my favorite 420s have been on the Glade. <laughs> and we'll get into a story in a bit. Okay, okay. Well, I guess we should just talk about like some crazy stories from college. Oh, wait, I want to say my favorite place on campus. Okay, what's your favorite place on campus? So, my favorite place on campus is when you're in between the VLSB, and I'm going to have to look up the... I don't want to have to look up the hall because I don't remember it, but I'm going to have to look up the hall. <laughs> it's like... It's, I don't think it's Morgan, but it's like... I'm, I'm looking up the Berkeley, the Berkeley campus map. Let me see, let me see. It's like this round building. Oh, okay, so it's in between like the VLSB, which is the Valley Life Science building, and uh, Gemini Hall and Wellman Hall. I've had some graduate classes there. Um, and so in between Strawberry Creek, there's like a little like, um, little hill area right in front of Wellman Hall and there's this tree and then there's a bench that's right there and it's just like really nice to just sit there and like enjoy the the little open Strawberry Creek North Fork I guess oh wow uh, it's just like a little field area and then my second favorite spot or actually <laughs> no I'm gonna take it back that's one of that's my second favorite spot but my first favorite spot is actually there's a bridge in between two buildings on campus, um, in between, oh my god, what is it called? It's not on here. Fuck. Fuck, my back. Oh, Blum, okay, sorry. So, there's this bridge in between two buildings, in between Blum and Sitarjadal Hall, and uh. for some reason, Back in the day, one of my friends had access, and then when she graduated, I got her key card. So that's where we used to study. That's where the girlies would spend all nighters. <laughs> oh my god, uh, really? Yeah, girl. And 
Um, there would always be supplies there because it was like a building <laughs> that was well funded. <laughs> so sometimes, like you know, yeah. you would come up on a coke or like wait, really? Some like food or like left or just coffee. There would always be coffee there. Uh, but it was like nice study hall areas, and then we took off for the conference room at night, and we would definitely like sleep there. Uh, but the only tricky part about one place is that the lights would turn off. There was no movement. And so we would always have to like <laughs> get up every 20 minutes to like make movement so the lights would stay on. Because <laughs> all we would be doing is just like, you know, just sitting down, like reading or like writing, writing or whatever, doing problem sets. But that's where I did some of my first all-nighters. Well, not first, but like the ones with Adderall. I don't know if we need to redact <laughs> that girl, but... That's okay. <laughs> it's part of the culture. Either. It's part of the culture, I guess. But yeah, I did a lot of Oakham problem sets. Love the whiteboards for that. Oh. Um, but yeah, she, it, it was it was a good clutch spot to have um, that a friend just left for me. Ooh, wow. Shout out to Lorraine. Oh, shout out to Lorraine. I know which one you're... Dude, that building is so, like, well-funded. Oh yeah, Blum, because it's yeah. for developing economics slash... Um, global poverty in practice. <laughs> That's so funny. It's also where MET is. You know yeah. where the business eeks people are? Yeah. Headed. Wow. So there's money there. Um, so yeah, that's one of my favorite buildings. Or favorite locations. <laughs> it's that little bridge because you could just see the Campanile like in full picture and it's just like beautiful to just contemplate life there at 3 a.m., you know? A.M. Girl, I was there. <laughs> so you have some memories then. Of just yeah, like that's my building. Wow. Love her. Miss her. Miss her. Could cry there. Definitely. I think I've also, like, after graduating, I think I, like, went there to drink with, like, during our, our bear crawl at, at night. And so I think I, like, drank on that building, like, that bridge. And we might have done something else, but, too. But we also were drinking. I don't know. It was just a faint memory before I blacked out. Wow. A faint memory. <laughs> oh, was, was it during Bear Crawl? It was during Bear Crawl. Wow. Wait, is Bear Crawl just a Filipino thing? I don't know, but I definitely learned it in the Filipino community. Um, yes, I am. So Bear Crawl is just, after you graduate, you, like, drink around campus. And usually the tradition is supposed to be, like, you take a shot at every building you've had class in. But honestly, like, I had class in so many buildings. I also just blacked out before we even went anywhere. I also climbed the side of... <laughs> the library yeah um, dude I just saw it there it was high yeah cause we walked there right and there was like people on there yeah what is that library again Doe oh yeah in front of Doe one of my favorite libraries third favorite place Doe Library North Reading <laughs> Room this is a plug for North Reading Room if you were ever a student on campus and need a place to study I think that North Reading Room really is that girl although yeah. the seats are uncomfortable I feel like I was most my most productive at North Reading Room. Dude, me too. During shout, finals, shout out to North Reading Room. The vibe there is just like focus, and it's like so relaxing. And it's beautiful. beautiful. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful area. It's like expensive. It's giving me Harry Potter almost. It's giving Ivy League school. <laughs> it's giving Harvard. It's, but we're not. <laughs> but we don't want to. We have great deflation. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tip, if you want high GPA, maybe don't come here. <laughs> that was so true. Um, there's uh, just great deflation at Berkeley. There's just a heavy, toxic culture of, especially in STEM and, like, hard, quote-unquote, harder majors that... You know, the professors are really just trying to, to... Weed you out. Weed you out. Like, it's brutal. Like, 
the exams are like super annoying. Like it's not it's not something that is pleasurable sometimes. But if you know if you're studious, come here. You know, give it <laughs> give it your all. But just know that sometimes things are just harder because it is Berkeley, and that's just something to think about for for our you know for people who are thinking about coming to Berkeley or just are you know thinking about going to other top tier university. <laughs> this is a spot. This is a, this is one of the spots, but also just know that the rigor, yeah. It's a it's a rigor. <laughs> they don't hold your hand here at all. There's no holding hands. But yeah, let's get into some crazy stories cuz <laughs> Okay, well, you should start us off. <laughs> what are some crazy stories you've had? You mentioned Moffat. Wait, you said Moffat earlier? Yeah, I like climbed the side of Moffat or Doe. Oh yeah, hella junk. Yeah, it was fun. We were told to get off really promptly, but, you know, I did it. And there's a, a picture on someone's phone, but we, that person... I don't really talk to those people anymore, so I don't know. I, I wish I would have gotten the picture, but it lives on somewhere. It lives on... on the, in the digital realm. <laughs> Never goes away. Um, what are some other stories you have? I think... So one night, we went to this clubbing event, and... I arrived back here, but it was my one of my friends' friends was having like a a birthday thing, and it was already two or maybe one forty by the time we got back here. But I was like, oh, I want it like in my drunk mind. I was like, no, like I want to still go out. And so I text them, I meet up with them, and then we're there, we're drinking. Me and my friend slash old housemate um, take a bottle, and like this other guy walks up with us all the way up to like the mountain parts of Berkeley, like the hills, like. We say it was the big C, but I honestly couldn't tell you. I literally just woke up there with my friend, like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. And it was, like, crack of, dawn, crack of dawn, maybe, like, 5 or 6 a.m. You woke up outside? Yeah, girl, in, <laughs> out in the hills. Oh, fuck. That's scary. Oh, no, for sure. <laughs> yeah. It was scary, but being me and my friend descended on the side of the mountain, I definitely fell on my way down. Yeah. Um... Wow. We fell? Yeah, like, I just, like, slipped a little bit. Um, but then that day, I was helping put on a banquet event for one of my the clubs I was involved in. And I literally still had to go get a haircut, like, get ready and, like, be ready earlier. Because, obviously, I had to go help set up and just, like, a lot of other shit. Like, <laughs> so I, my, I started my day early and then definitely enjoyed the, the event. But... Sadly, the next day, I was all itchy all over my body, and it's because I got bitten by mosquitoes while I was up there. You just, like, blacked out. Yeah, I was just, like, blacked out, you know. I was just crazy back then. Wait, what year were you? I think it was my sophomore year. (laughs) Dude, sophomore year just hits different, I feel. I was just crazy back then, you know? (laughs) So crazy. It's just, like, super crazy. (laughs) Just so wild. So So wild. wild. Uh, yeah. Have you ever had sex on campus? <laughs> or is this redacted? Okay, uh, like redacted, but yes. <laughs> Quick and short, yes. Many locations. <laughs> Many. Not just one. Many. You know, but oh yeah, I definitely have had sex on campus. <laughs> um, yeah, have you had sex on campus? <laughs> oh, okay, so answer now. Sex. Um, I haven't. Um, okay. But I feel like a lot of our friends have. Oh, you haven't? I haven't. Interesting. Well, if you think about it, I spent like half of my time in college cuffed. Oh, I guess, yeah. 
But I guess this one time I was like with like uh, Oh, soltera Huh? Soltera Soltera? He's like newly single Who? Oh, you Oh, soltera? <laughs> Wait, what does that mean? He's like a single Tera? Soltera Soltera, ooh but oh. Soltero, but soltera, yeah Soltero, ooh Caliuchis I guess, yeah So somebody's newly single <laughs> Well, I'm newly single So, like, honestly, I haven't really been like public about it It was just like, I told my friends but now it's your moment. Now you can have sex on campus. Now I can have sex on campus, so hit me up. <laughs> Add down right I'm just kidding. <laughs> Get it on the bucket list before you leave, before you leave. From Berkeley. Yeah. I guess I have like a month and a half. Okay, redact it. Redact it. <laughs> I might keep this on here. Yeah. Um, do I have any crazy? Oh yeah. Cra- what are your crazy stories? So Danpa has not had sex on campus, so you can just. Cut to this. Cut to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, has not had sex on campus. <laughs> Have I had any crazy s- stories on campus? I <laughs> mean, there's been a lot of drinking, a lot of smoking. Oh, yeah, but smoking um, is like... We're a smoke-free campus, by the way. What do you mean? We're supposed to be a smoke-free campus. Oh, really? Allegedly. I mean, but there's what about twenty? People on check. Well, there's, like, literally, like, bodies on the glade, like... Smoking. Smoke-free. Cool. Well, smoke-free campus, guys. Um, do you have any crazy stories? Yeah, what are your crazy um, stories? You know, blacked out here a few day- times. On um, campus? Yeah. Okay, where were, where were these events? Where were you blacked out on campus? Uh, where was I blacked out on campus? This, this is what people come to Berkeley for, to black out on campus. <laughs> I lucky blacked out during Bear Crawl, um, mm-hmm. which was recently... Honestly, my memory is just kind of really hazy of, like, okay. the things I've done here. So, he's saying it's unmemorable. It, it's memorable, but <laughs> I have to, like, really dig in there. Like, I need to, like, really think about it. Okay. So, yeah. So, I guess, you know, a few, a few memories from Dan Paul. <laughs> There's a few times blacking out, I guess. Few, I'm sorry. I wish I had better uh, stories to give. <laughs> Maybe I had thought about it. I'm just not okay. good at recalling. Well, so, one four twenty, we... We smoked on 420, but not all our friends could join at the Glade during 420. So we reconvened after at like 920 because it was supposed to be the last 420 of the day in like New Zealand or something. And so then we ended up smoking, but we ended up smoking like right next to the Armenian genocide tent because (laughs) during, I guess during that week, the the Armenian Student Association or the Armenian Student community put on like um a week of information for like i guess the armenian genocide because the armenian genocide is not recognized i guess in some places oh my god but it, it is it, it is valid it did happen there was a genocide so just stay informed kitties um so but unfortunately they were on the glade because they put up the booth i guess 24 hours or something or maybe they were doing like a 24 hour like event for that but it was on four so it just happened to be on 420 so we just happened to be there laughing crazy about crazy shit next to the armenian genocide <laughs> tent, tent. <laughs> but you know what we know we're about the cause we know like teach it yeah the genocide happened oh my god yeah the genocide did happen i feel like i learned a lot more of those like things when i came here yeah for sure berkeley's super political super woke <laughs> Why are you laughing? Uh, it's just like it's funny. <laughs> but yeah, Whoa. super woke. Um, 
yeah so i guess like those are my crazy stories i don't know there's like probably more but i think we could probably do a whole pad- podcast just about my crazy, crazy stories in Berkeley. <laughs> in Berkeley. Yeah, you've a lot. Yeah, you I've lived a life. you lived, like, many lives. Many lives. People said I should have died right now. No, <laughs> don't say that. Cut it out. <laughs> Redact it. <laughs> I've lived many lives. <laughs> uh, do you have any favorite streets in Berkeley or just a Berkeley street? Oh, I like... I lived on Parker and Ellsworth for such a long time that I just really loved walking up and down Parker. So, like, I love Parker. Um, I guess, like, you know, part of it. (laughs) From Parker and Ellsworth (laughs) all the way up to Parker and college. So, probably from Telegraph to college. Or from Shattuck to, to college. But my other favorite street, I guess, would be... Um... I don't know. I feel like that's my... I guess I would say that. Even though people say Parker was unsafe. I've never had any incidents, but yeah, I liked it. I used to live in Parker, too, but down MLK. Yeah, I used to live down on Parker. It was far. I used to live, I honestly lived very far. You never lived near campus. Yeah, because I had Clark Kerr, which is like hella far. Hella far. Um, and then when I lived in Parker and like and MLK. hella far. Hella far. Hella far. And, well, I guess I lived in, like, Milvia area, but that was, like, so far from So, kind of far. So, a little far. Have you been to California Street? I have not. Wait, really? I don't know where it is. It's kind of, like, towards, like, San Pablo area. Okay, down. Um, it's, like, a really nice spot to just, like, longboard in. I really like that spot. Oh, yeah, so talk about your longboarding. Oh, yeah, yeah, So, honestly, the way I really got around campus um, was I had my longboard. So I've had, like, my electric longboard, which actually, like, would be on the streets. Like, literally on, like, Shattuck. And, like, getting, like, kind of like a bike almost, but with, like, my electric longboard. And we just take that, like, around campus. It was my commuter. Um, but also, like, when I had a manual, like, kind of a cruiser, I would just, like, skate around campus, longboard around campus from place to place. Because I was just very involved. In the longboarding community. I bet I am also part of the longboarding community. <laughs> one might, one would say, some would say. Some would say. But California Street is like a really fun place to like just cruise. To cruise through, okay. Yeah. I feel like Telegraph has a lot of memories though, so. Oh, Telegraph. I feel like a lot of people have a lot of memories there. <laughs> Telegraph, yeah. So Telegraph just runs from like the campus all the way down to like Oakland. It's just like a really, really long street um, that connects like Oakland and like. Berkeley and like it's just like a vibe it's a yeah like you know people just drive down Telegraph there's definitely like different districts uh, a lot of food is on Telegraph <laughs> like um yeah so Telegraph is like a, a well known street you know Childish Gambino has a song has a song yeah called Telegraph Telegraph Avenue Avenue yes it's Telegraph Avenue in Oakland in Oakland <laughs> exactly oh my gosh um, do you have any favorite class that you took while you were here? Like, a lot of fun classes. JK. Uh, um, well, you were, like, bio. Yeah, I was a molecular and biology major. MCB. Yeah, MCB. So I guess I would say, like, one of my favorite MCB classes was... Looking back at it, like, although cancer bio was really intense and, like, really hard and, like, the only points came from our midterms and there were, like, no assignments and so... You know, like that shit was. It was all or nothing. It was all or nothing. Everything was on the table. It was like, <laughs> it was crazy. I was crazy back then. So wow. I learned a lot. 
um, it definitely was a very challenging course, but also it kept me on my toes. Um, and I would say that my favorite non-biology course would have been either Global Poverty 115 or this law class that I took that was called Global, Global Health, or no, was it Health and Human Rights. Oh, cool. So it was like health through a human rights perspective. It was like also really challenging because there was like a bunch of readings. Obviously, there was no way to read. Like sometimes it would be like 400 pages and I was like, whoa, relax. Oh my God. Yeah, so definitely it was a really interesting class because I always looked forward to hearing what other people had to say, like the other students because some of them, well, half of them were lawyers, some of them were doctors, and some of them were in the um, development and practice um, master's program. So I was always interested to hear from what other people had to say. Um, Definitely the two professors were really iconic and like amazing. Like one of them was a doctor and she was Indian and she was like just such a great energy and like such a great professor. And the other one like didn't win a Nobel Peace Prize but did assisted in the work to like a Nobel Peace Prize about like exhuming a bunch of bodies and like... Chile, I think he did like a lot of forensics work for like mass grave sites of like indigenous people that were killed through like different regimes train um I guess like the 60s and 70s like when America was influencing Latin American policy uh and yeah so he did a lot of work around that oh no I okay that's what he did work on but he also he did a lot of work for uh, eliminating landmines that's why he oh, was wow. important so yeah, he was cool. He, I thought he was white, but at the end of the course, I ended up finding out that he was Chilean, but, you know, white. <laughs> Complexion. Complexion. History. Wow. Honestly, wait, okay. Global Poverty 115 was probably my favorite educational class. Yeah, it's a lot of, a lot of like, cool things to learn. Who taught it when you were like, taking it? I forgot, but he was, like, an engineering professor. Oh, was it um, Khalid? Yeah, it was Khalid. Is it Khalid or Khalid? Khalid. I don't know. Um, but he was cool. Wow. Didn't he win, like, Faculty of the Year or something? Maybe, girl. I heard it was really good. But should we fact check it? We should fact check it. I feel like I just make claims sometimes. And I don't okay. Um, but when I took it, it was with Fatmir Hazkaj. Um, and my GSI was Lily Cook. She was really dope. Okay. Shout out to... She was actually also at Camp Flogna when we oh. went. So I was like, okay, girly, like, I see you there. Mm. Um, now I'm kind of vlog now. <laughs> yeah, the year that Frank didn't show up. Um, yeah, that's him. He's, uh, Khaled is so, like... Yeah, so Professor Khaled Kadir. He is um, an engineering professor, but he also teaches the Global Poverty and Practice Program and the Political Economy and Civil and Environmental Engineering. He's pretty cool. Um, definitely a great professor and like if you have one of his courses look it out look or look out for it um, um, oh yeah he did win a teaching award he won the American Cultures Teaching Award wow. and he also won the Designated Teaching Award he also has a lot of other Berkeley related um, titles accolades yeah wow 
I really love that class. I feel like I learned so much about just like capitalism, the history of like our society, um, imperialism, and just like really these concepts in history that allowed me to just really like look at the world in a completely different lens. Um, and really just like learning like systemic thinking towards like impact and change. I thought that was like a really cool class. Also, I was taking it with um, Auding Abbey and just like a lot of fr- like a few friends so it was like super fun to just like learn about these things with each other yeah definitely had my own city group i was in my city group with my old pot dealer slash <laughs> old roommate's husband now he's oh. cool we love him say his name but we won't redacted but yeah he, he would put on some study groups with some other poc mostly so it was nice because usually like a lot of my study groups or like I didn't have a lot of interactions I guess with like the Latino community so yeah. most of my study groups with him like were like Latino so it was cool to be like you know in a space that was like a study group for Latino students in that class wow. which was kind of cute you know have a moment oh, yeah, yeah cultural moment a cultural moment um, and definitely like a lot of good conversations like reviewing the material um, but yeah I did learn a lot a lot of foundations and economics that i hadn't had because i like never really took an economics course yeah and then so we were talking a lot of like the economic like theories and like just institutions that i didn't really know about i was like okay like that's cool we're learning so much but definitely i felt that when i took it we just critiqued so many things that yes i didn't like leaving the course i was like okay like where are the solutions babe i like, miss college here I feel yeah like. so it was just a lot of like oh my god critique this critique that and like but I was like, oh, okay, so where are those solutions? But Yeah, you kind of feel a little jaded after. Yeah, because, you know, work. things that you thought were working, and then you, like, read into it, and you're like, actually, like, maybe aid right. is not beneficial. Solution. Yeah. So, definitely aid. a great course yeah. to, like, take if you're ever on campus. And... Which one was this? Global Poverty and Practice 115. GPP yes. 115. We uh, love her. We love her. Definitely a good class to take. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Did you take any decals while you were here? I did not take any decals, but I yeah. did take a class. Which one? <laughs> I took Ethnic Studies 21AC, but it was mostly like, <laughs> um, I guess, like focused around immigration. Yeah. So it was like immigration, like the exclusionary, like the Chinese Exclusionary Act. So just like make sure to like stay woke on like how historically like America has been anti Asian. Oh, yeah, I know. And I know that a lot of these conversations were coming up during, you know, a lot of the stop API hate, but yeah. definitely just be aware that Asian people were excluded from immigrating here. There was also a lot of racial moments that happened towards them. I know that um, when we talk about lynching, we specifically mostly talk about black the black community because they were mostly impacted and it is recognized through the memoriam that is placed in Mississippi, I think. Yeah. Or Alabama. No, it's in Alabama. I lied. So there's the lynching memorial that's been put there, but a lot of also Asian and Latino people were lynched throughout the American history. And so a lot of um, Asian people were like publicly lynched during the Exclusionary Act and they were not allowed to marry white women, just as, like, Latinos were also not allowed to marry white women at some point. So just important to recognize the racial past of this country. So it was a good class to take, definitely. Wow. It was a summer class, so it was, like, pretty fast, but I'm happy I took it. How long was it? 
It's like six weeks, probably. That sounds really cool. Super important. I feel like a lot of education like really weaves in that like historical context here. If you like seek it or yeah, like you just have to find like the classes that are important to you. I, I know that there were some classes that I didn't get to take. I know there was like an Asian American class that I wanted to take about specifically Islamophobia. Yeah. And then there was also there was another class about the southern border that I never got to take. That was really popular. Um, so I, I wanted to take that class, but so you know, just like look at classes, I guess ahead of time and figure out what random classes you can take that both align in your interests and also align in like fulfilling a requirement. Yes, yeah, exactly <laughs> what it was for me when I like was trying to find classes. Find classes, yeah. It's literally those two things. Um, I guess. Well, a decal is a student-led class. Like, oh yeah, you took her class. You love the Frank Ocean <laughs> decal. I love the Frank Ocean decal. It was really cool. I met so many cool people, like students. Um, even like I'm so tired. It's a lot of vibes. A lot of vibes. I ended up like partying a few like, a lot with like that that cohort or like that, that decal. Like, the decal community. It was basically just a Frank Ocean fan club. Interesting. Um, but it was cool. Like. People had a really good music taste. They were like skaters. It was like, ooh. Ooh, okay, skaters. <laughs> like, okay. He was a skater boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we should, I feel like we, if we're talking about Berkeley, we should really talk about the industrial complexes that exist here. Okay. <laughs> what do you want to start off with? I feel like we should start with the boba industrial complex. Yeah, there's like literally like 10 bobas in like a four block perimeter. perimeter. <laughs> <laughs> and 10. There's, yeah, there's so many boba places. They're, they're always changing. Um, so yeah, the, the boba industrial complex, that's real. There's many boba places. Um, I think, well, I feel like a lot of the food places are influenced by I don't want to I don't know I, and I also can't test this it's just based on what I see and observe I don't have any real data to support this or data points but I feel like because international students have the most money to spend on food they dictate a lot of the food places so a lot of food places you know, are profitable because of them. So they, that's why I think there's a lot of boba places. And I think that's why there's a lot of like new Asian restaurants that have popped up because there's a lot of random Asian restaurants. Like there's like, besides that we have two poker places, there's like a new like rice square place. <gasps> I haven't, full. rice full, I haven't tried it. Then there's, good, like. <laughs> there's also like some alley Asian place that just opened up. Alley Kitchen. Alley Kitchen. Oh my god. And then also all of the Duran food court is mostly like Asian. Asian. Um, and there's also all of the Thai food restaurants. But we love the Thai food restaurants. No <laughs> no ill will to the Thai food. We like that. No ill will to the Asian restaurants because I love it. Um, it's just the boba. It's just the boba and like a lot of the random ones that are like new that I'm like, I don't know. But also shout out to Cupcake In. It's a black owned <laughs> female business. There is two there's two Berkeley locations now. There's also an Oakland location. Oh. They also recently got shouted out by like the Warriors, I think, or something. But wow. we love them. They have always been really good. They're pretty solid and they usually if they have any day olds, they usually are like two dollars. So 
Check oh, them no. out. They're on Telegraph Avenue as well. I didn't know they were black owned. It's black female owned, okay? <gasps> oh, wow. So, That's support awesome. them. We love them. Their cupcakes are really good, though. And, yeah, my favorite is the chocolate raspberry. My second favorite is the key lime pie. Oh, I've had the key lime pie. Yeah, they're it pretty good. really good. So, support them. Also, support Taco Sinaloa. We love Taco oh. Sinaloa, even though... Sometimes it doesn't hit, but it's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good most of the time. I love Taco Sinaloa. I guess that would be like my favorite Mexican food. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Well, it's NorCal. It's whatever's available in Berkeley. There's not a lot of Mexican food options here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, there's <laughs> Taco Co. <laughs> Do you consider so some Mexican? people? I guess some yeah. people were like, okay, go to Taco Co. because it's been popularized on TikTok. So <laughs> for the you know for the young girlies, for the TikTok gals, check out Taco Co. It's <laughs> good. On Durant, on Taco Tuesday, they have two dollar birria tacos and the birria quesadillas. It's okay. They have consomme, so I give it to them for having that. Um, but also, if you really want like a good taco food place slash taco food truck try Agua Chiles in Oakland it's, it's pretty so good. good it's pretty authentic um, also if you show up there with a beer and you want to make it a michelada you can drink there so <gasps> do wow. that you can pull up with your beer so they like just do it for you and it's I'm pretty sure, I don't know if it's family owned but I'll say it's family owned <laughs> <laughs> it's for, do it for the Latinos yeah do it do it for the Latinos Dude, that place is, like, my f- favorite birria taco place. Yeah, better than Taco Co. <laughs> but it's... It's the ease of Taco Co. Yeah, it's convenient. It's convenient. Uh, yeah, I feel like my only grab with, like, the boba, like... Industrial complex. And the, the boba industrial complex. Um, is that I feel like it just replaces a lot of, like, nutritious food options here. Yeah, like... Accessible. There's options. no, like, near food grocery store... Proximal to campus, like you either have to go to like Berkeley Bowl, which is like not super far from where I used to live, so I used to go to Berkeley Bowl a lot. But like Safeway, like trying to navigate the grocery space, like as a freshman, was kind of hard because I didn't have a car. Um, yes, you have to go to the bus, right? Yeah, you have to take the bus and like carry your groceries home. I hated that. Um, but you definitely have to like get used to grocery shopping, and I would recommend Berkeley Bowl, but it's also very tight the corridor space is very tight and there's also always people there so even pre-covid like it was stressful to go and even now like the few times that i've gone there like every time i'm paying at the cashier it's like i'm like okay this makes me remind myself that maybe i do have anxiety (laughs) because it's it's very intense in there so yeah but love berkeley bowl because it it just has all the produce so we love berkeley we love berkeley bowl we love that she's that girl yes yeah we love her she has good wine and cheese too oh i haven't had that oh they have an option they have a huge option and those will have like food too like you can get like there's like a food little corridor or whatever a food court but not like a food court but like like an area where you just get yes i used to get the burritos they weren't that great but i used to get them often they're fast food Chinese because I used so to be good. there. Oh, you, oh, you used to because I used to live there <laughs> nearby. You did, yeah. Their um, Chinese food is so good there. I really like it. Um, oh yeah, what are your like top boba places? Like top top three. Okay, I like to go to Yufeng and I yes. like to go to Feng Cha, and that's it. 
<laughs> There's like ten. You're like, just, just those weird. are my yeah. Because I got tired of all the other ones, and I don't know. If, like, <laughs> I don't know if T one is open. Like every time I try to go to T one, it's closed. So T one is not giving for me. Oh, okay. Which both? Okay, top two boba spots that you hate. Oh, I don't. Oh, okay. I hate you, Cha. Now she's <gasps> changed up on me. I don't. <laughs> wow. I don't like you, Cha, and I don't like. Share T slash T1. I don't know. Because they, like, merged, right? What about Shanky? Oh, Shanky. Yeah, we don't like Shanky. Yeah. <laughs> the, the chubby boba. And all their bread is not good, though. Like, I don't know. It was hyped for, like, a moment. And then I was like, yeah, this is bad. But it's still open. And I think it's the... The International Student Com... Industrial Complex. <laughs> that exists. That exists because Berkeley isn't funded. Or apparently California is not funding its public institutions well or its universities. So we have to admit more out-of-state and international students. Yeah, because part of her st- Amer- California history, the UC system was you know, put in place to educate California's population. So oh. technically by accepting more international and out-of-state students, we are not fulfilling the mission of the University of California. Not to be exclusionary, but it's just that we really do have some of the best institutions of higher education, and they should be mostly educating California residents. That's how I feel. Yeah, I didn't even know that. Yeah. That's good to know. Herstory. California. California Herstory. Um, yeah, sorry. Boot, boot to Den Paul for, <laughs> for not being from California. I am not from California. I'm out of state. Yeah, out of state. Sorry about it. <laughs> but, I, but I... But he paid his fees. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he paid the out of state fees. Oh my god, yeah. All in loans. Oh, oh no. Not the loans. Yeah, no. I really you know just like first gen financial literacy things <laughs> or illiteracy look, look up for loans girls yeah honestly don't do it like if you can get somewhere for like a full ride or like scholarship yeah if you have there. a full ride for anybody who is listening that is not or that is a graduating senior or even thinking about college if you get a full ride you should go to that university Although I did not graduate from Berkeley with a ton of debt, I definitely had a presidential scholarship to a smaller university in Portland. And I kind of regret not going because I always think about how housing was such a crazy variable in Berkeley that if I would have gone to the university that paid me the presidential scholarship, I would have probably lived on campus all four years and I feel like my grades would have just been better because I would have always just been in like study mode. Yeah, like, you could really get a lot out of your education. Yeah, because I, w- I would be on the meal plan, not worried about, like, you know, cooking. Like, most most of my energy would have been, like, focused on, like, schoolwork. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Take the, take the presidential scholarship if they give you one. <sighs> Don't go for the prestige and glory. <laughs> yeah, honestly, especially in this economy. In this economy and in this, crisis. In this rigorous university. It's really not. It's not giving for it's me. Not, it's not giving. It's not giving. So yeah, that's something I think about too when I'm like, man, I should have just maybe I should have gone to UT Austin and <laughs> did the full ride. Okay, UT Austin. You know, but I really feel like I just wanted to get out of Texas back then. I guess I. Sh- that's like another like thing I think about too. It's like, dude, like, I think I think it taught me a lesson not to be so emotionally driven. 
Yeah, about for sure. I should have gone to the University of Portland. They were going to give me the presidential scholarship. So true. They were like, we want you. And I was like, okay, wow. Like, you want me? (laughs) 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 I didn't believe believe them. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Yeah. But I'm glad you're here. Um, I'm glad we met. Life took us in this direction. Yeah, we're here. I'm grateful. We're here and some of us are queer. Well, both of us. Both of us are queer. <laughs> oh, this, is our com- this is our coming out story. <laughs> Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Did I just, I didn't mean to tell you. Yeah, I didn't mean to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> just a couple of gays, just a couple of queers. Oh my god. I feel like for the freshman listening, we have some... Oh yeah, my pronouns are he and him. <laughs> oh, yeah. and, I mean, you can you can say they, I don't mind it, but... I, you don't identify. I don't, I don't. I don't not identify. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I see. I see. Yeah. Um, I guess my pronouns are he they. He him his they. Yeah. Theirs. Theirs. <laughs> <laughs> they there. They there. <laughs> uh, oh. Um, yeah. So we okay. Do you have any like tips for any freshman listening? <sighs> I, I mean, I guess if anybody is listening, <laughs> just don't you, don't join the ASUC. <laughs> Do not join student government at the University of California at Berkeley. Although it might be the most autonomous uni- or student government, maybe it shouldn't be so autonomous. <laughs> maybe there should be more people checking in on the students. <laughs> it's wow. just giving like, I don't know, unprofessional, crazy. Also, I feel like just hearing what it's divulged into, I feel like it's even more of a toxic space than I when I was there. So it's kind of just a toxic space. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely took too much out of me for what I got back. I remember, yeah. Yeah, so just don't join the student government. <laughs> I did a lot in student government, but still, like, if I... I guess... I mean, live life with no regrets, but if I could go back, maybe I would have not. <laughs> yeah. But that's how I... I met one of my best friends to this day, so oh. maybe not. Yeah, is it? I would. I guess I would not trade for for the pain. Oh, wait, student government. Yeah. Oh wow. Or redacted. My best friend redacted. <laughs> <laughs> beep. <laughs> <laughs> Will I just beep this out? Yeah, just beep it out. Okay. <laughs> I don't want because I don't know how people feel with their names out in the internet. You know. I know what you mean. So. Just will always be like referring to friends and beep if there needs to be. Okay. Sorry, True. sorry, kitties. Yeah, sorry, kitties. Um, you also said avoid Sproul for the first week of school. Oh, like yeah, definitely. Like Sproul is just like the main tabling space where like all the student orgs are tabling. So you're gonna get a lot of people approaching you. I guess the tip is like don't put your name down on the mailing list because like honestly I don't sometimes I think I'm still getting newsletters from like Interact or Rotaract or whatever oh me too <laughs> like I'm like how do I remove myself from this list? yeah so unsubscribe unsubscribe so don't put your name down on every list although the, it might sound cool in theory just wait it out yeah uh yeah oof yeah there's some good tips I feel um, I share a sentiment with I don't know about the ACC there's a lot going on there and even just like people I know there like have blood, like walked that way with nothing mixed sentiments <laughs> <laughs> yeah nothing nothing um, yeah. I guess my advice would just be more like 
put yourself out there and keep an open mind. Because um, I feel like you, know, you got to be a critical thinker when you're out here. Like, just be open to the possibilities. You're in college. It's fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. You'll have the most, like, random, strange opportunities that will happen. Just, you know, I think it's good to put yourself out there. Just vibe. And also, yeah, don't stress out too much. Just, like, vibe. It's a fun time uh, here. It's a fun time. But also, yeah, prioritize schoolwork. <laughs> yeah, you should, right? You should go to yeah, class. go to class. Um, go to the library. Go to li- make study groups. Make study groups. Dude, I always made it a point to make it a study group, like, my first, like, two to three weeks of the class. Okay. Giving scholar. It's good. Giving resourceful. It's giving. It really helps, though. You're just like, oh, sh-, like... Let's study together. Let's study together if, like, you're... Let's work on the study group, study guide together, yeah. Yeah. So cool. And also, usually, like, I feel like people usually have their own resources, so, like, if you got a study spot, like, I don't know, like, it helps, too. Yeah. And you never know, like, what people have access to, like you said. Um, There's definitely a lot of internal slash, like, within orgs or groups or organizations or programs that have their own, like test bank i guess that was like really prominent in the stem space yeah. so a lot of like you know academic fraternities had their own academic test bank a lot of like yeah just or like academic organizations had their own test bank so you could definitely pull from those resources and you might get lucky in an exam by not be changed that much so that's so true just look out for even opportunities yeah look at you um but I guess that just kind of wraps up our episode. Yeah. Um, so thank you, Elliot, Queen Elliot, for just like, you know, speaking with me about Berkeley, sharing some stories and sharing some crazy times. It's, it's you know, life. It's life. <laughs> My life in Berkeley. Yeah, definitely. I've done shrooms on campus. I've done acid on campus. <laughs> you have? Wait, really? Yeah, I, de- I definitely have done acid on campus. And it's been fun. Like, also, I guess, like, we didn't shout out, but shout out to the Botanical Gardens. Oh, I love The them. UC Botanical Gardens. They are beautiful. We love the Botanical Gardens. And we also love the view from Lawrence Lab. So yes. if you're ever in the greater Berkeley area community, check out the Botanical Gardens and check out the view from the Lawrence Lab. And also check out the fire trails. I love the fire trails. The fire trails in Berkeley. It's such a good place to uh, hike. It's a cute place to hike. And honestly, just check out the food. There's so many food places to eat. If you're just checking out campus, enjoy a nice stroll. And look out for some cool places. Yeah. There's always a little a little isolated nook on campus that you can make your own. Yeah. I totally share that feel that i feel you i see (laughs) i hear you um so yes thank you so much um thank you so much (laughs) girl girl thank you so much okay so now we're gonna we're gonna go smoke girl yes (laughs) uh leave a review on apple music um it'll help a lot and it'll be nice to read them Uh, check out dan's socials (laughs) (laughs) you can if you want to yeah check them out um, but yeah, this is Intersectional Perspectives, a podcast. Godspeed.
Okay, so we can just talk for like three minutes, just like see how you how comfortable you feel with it. Yeah, girl. How are you? How's I'm life? well. How was SoCal? <laughs> well, SoCal was fun. Like you know, a lot of drinking, four days, very tiring, but it was fun. It was worth it. Excited to see my friends again soon. I guess we're going to Vegas. Oh, so you are going to Vegas? <laughs> we're going to Vegas. I thought this was like a. I don't want to go, but we're going. <laughs> Wait, what are you gonna do there, though? We're gonna we're renting an Airbnb. We're hopefully gonna get the pool villa with the pool, and then we'll probably just like rage in the Airbnb and like, you know, like maybe like cook one day and like just get drunk in the house. Uh, people were like, oh, we want to do like non club activities, so. Oh, I like- think. Yeah, like, I've, I've never been to a buffet, so we're, like, going to go to a buffet. Like, we'll just walk the strip. We'll do outdoor stuff, mostly, I guess. But we're all vaccinated, so... But I think still, like, mentally, like, we're not ready to go back to, like, full capacity, like, indoor bars or, like, indoor, you know, clubs, I guess. Because the clubs are also, like, crazy, like... They're, like, super packed. Like, I remember going to, like, Omnia to see, like, Zed or something. And I was, like, it was so packed. Wait, when? Like, I'm, bitch, I don't know, years ago. <laughs> oh, I it was don't like, date myself. Like, um, you know, like, recently, like, 2019. <laughs> uh, I thought it was, like, a, <laughs> you like, just went there recently. No, no. <laughs> I was, like, how would you have known? <laughs> how would you have known? I don't, because I haven't been recently. I'm yeah. safe. True. COVID. Get vaccinated. Yeah. I mean, people have, like, their masks. Yeah, you know. Yeah, people are anti-maskers. Yeah. Yeah, I think people are tired of wearing masks, even though it's been, like, a year. I don't get the whole... (laughs) I'm just tired of wearing masks. It's like, okay, you just deal with it, you know? Like, (laughs) get a better mask, invest in some masks. Um, Yeah, that's all I would say related to the masks. Keep... I would like to keep it on, please. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> I don't want to take it off. Please don't. I'm not ready. Oh, my God. I feel like Berkeley's been... Like, this. the Bay Area is just good about, like, keeping it on. Yeah. Mostly, I guess. Mostly. I don't know. In the hills of Berkeley, like, I feel like when people exercise, they're, like, always not wearing it. So I don't, I don't really see a lot of mask people all the time. But I, I certainly don't. Like, if I'm... I know that, like, there's heavy foot traffic, but I'm, like, I'm going to go throw out the trash. Like, I'm, sometimes I'm, like, I'm not going to grab my mask. Like, I don't know where it is or... Um, you like just check first. Yeah, or like if I'm just like meeting someone in the car or something, I'm like I I don't wear masks with all my friends because we're all vaccinated, so you know. Per. Per. <laughs> Get vaccinated, <laughs> please. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of crazy. Like one, I found that 1.6 billion people in the world are like vaccinated already. Billion. <laughs> yes. Okay, that's I crazy. I saw the. But CDC. I thought like, I thought like, there was like a shortage in like India, and there are like hella people there, right? Yeah, I mean, but there's like, like eight billion people in the world. But like, really? I thought there was like people in like I don't know. Let's fact check that. No, I saw it on the CDC. Okay, fuck the CDC. <laughs> Let's see how many people have been. Vaccinated. Hot weather. Ha ha. In the world. Uh. I don't believe in you. Sorry. 
Okay, fully vaccinated, 454 million. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I'm glad we're fact checking well, here in this <laughs> podcast because, yeah, for. Four hundred fifty-four million <laughs> oh, plus or plus or minus three point eight, but <laughs> it says that those given have been two point nine billion plus or minus thirty-five mil. So you know, like you were maybe not correct in any shape form, but you were the closest in doses. Oh, so I was thinking about doses. Yeah, but so it was only two bill. So, but it but it's only four hundred fifty people are fully vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, that's like nothing. Yeah, it's not giving girl. <laughs> so 51 percent of Americans or forty one percent of Americans have been vaccinated. So that means, please, people really go out there and get vaccinated if you can, if you're eligible, if you don't have any known allergic reactions. Um, I know that there's hesitancy around the Johnson and Johnson. Um, it's very rare, but like if you're a woman, like try to seek out. Maybe a Moderna or a Pfizer vaccine. Um, I did a a Pfizer and I had minimal to no side effects. Day two, I was just really, really tired. But that could have also been from all the edibles I took. (laughs) You know, scientifically, we can't claim that it was the the Pfizer completely because I was high as fuck. So, (laughs) (laughs) are you tired though? I was sleepy. Like I slept most of the day, but the next day I was up. So. If it's up, then it's I was up. like I was resting, and then I was better. So, but yes, please get vaccinated. Only forty one percent of individuals have been vaccinated in America. Fully so, vaccinated or vaccinated? Fu- period. Fully vaccinated, according to the numbers from this qu- quick Google search. But other countries are not even close to us. France is apparently 18%, Italy is 21%, Mexico is 10 That's so low. Russia is 9 Chile has a higher percentage, 44 I guess. But besides that, yeah, we are, we could, we could be doing better, America. <laughs>